Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Hashing Halos, and uh, it is currently December 1st, 2021, 10.36 here Pacific Time, and uh, baseball simply and merely does not exist anymore. Uh, it's a sad time here, but don't worry, we're still going to get you some action here. Uh, Angel free agent signing has uh, been popping off recently. We got a bunch of other free agent signings coming off uh, throughout the rest of the Major League uh, baseball. So, uh, let's see, uh, let's get started here. I don't know. How, how, how are you guys feeling though about this, about this lockout though? Let's, let's start with that. I mean, uh, a, a lot of people are, you know, choosing one side over the other. I think I'm pretty neutral on it. Uh, I guess I don't know enough about the issues to really take a side. Um, I know probably most people are taking the player's side on this, like, Oh, why is Manfred doing this? Um, I don't know. I do tend to have more of a neutral view on it, though. It is it is both the both the players and the owners, you know. So we'll see what happens. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. I think that we should have baseball in 2022. I think both the players and the owners are going to have the motivation to have baseball in 2022. So it's just going to be weird not having like any sort of baseball content for the next, you know, potentially. Yeah, exactly. For me, that's the only thing where I'm like, I'm for now. I'm for the players, right? But if this starts actually taking, like, spring training time or more, you know, that yeah. many months of it, then I'm gonna be like, all right, just just quit, be, you know, quit crying, you know, just give in to some of their demands and just fix the shit. Because like, I the only main thing that I really understand about the whole like, why the players want to do this lockout is the whole like MLB is not transparent with anything. Not Other at all. Than that, yeah. I, I don't really know enough about the rest to have an opinion. And I, I and uh I wanna say this. You would think from a from a league who's been kind of hurt by the twenty twenty pandemic with a shortened season, the loss of revenue, you think players would wanna you know, players and owners especially would want to continue with you know another full season next year and you know kind of make up for all that lost time in 2020 avoid another shortened season and you know because baseball really like lost a lot of momentum in the 2020 season lost a lot of fan base a lot of lost of lost a lot of viewership and um i believe that you think especially ownership would want to prevent another lockout prevent another shortened season from happening but Alas, that is not the case, and we're right now we're in a lockout. If you go on the MLB.com website, if you go anywhere, if you go anywhere like the MLB at Bad App, uh, current players are not you're not allowed to use their likeness, so they will not. You have a stock image. Um, you can still look at stats, I believe, but you can't look at any highlights, nothing like that. So it, it's really quite a dark time right now for baseball because. We haven't had a. There hasn't been a lockout since 1990, and there hasn't been a work stoppage since 1994. So it's it's kind of unprecedented unprecedented times right now for Major League Baseball, and kind of it's uh it's it's a hindrance to the sport. And baseball was really starting to make a comeback uh, amongst viewership with the other major sports here in the United States and abroad. So I don't know. That's my kind of two cents on the matter right now. One good thing I think that could come out of this is MLB was talking about an expanded playoffs, which would be 14 teams, seven from each league, best record in the AL and NL get a bye. Uh, remaining division winners pick their wildcard opponents, 
and the higher seeded teams host all three wildcard games. Right. Yep. I, I think that'd be cool. I yeah, like that. I, I yeah. I don't. I but I, I think that I think that also means though, if you win your division, you're not automatically through though, or something like that. No, the, that's that's the one thing I don't like about the. Expanded I don't like playoffs. that. I kind of like I, the idea of more. Um. If you win your division, you still have to win a two out of three, and you, you so it's basically I think it's the number one seed gets a buy basically. Yeah, like in like in football, um, the number one seed gets a buy, and then the two and three division winners get to like choose their. I, I don't know that I think that was like a proposal. They get to like choose who they play instead of just getting automatically assigned. Was, which yeah. I do think that would be kind of interesting. Like you could have that, you know, MLB likes to milk their their stuff, so um, you could have a, like a little TV event where each each of the teams chooses their wild card opponent. And that would be kind of cool. Now, I guess I do like the fact that they're all at home, so it really does try to give them the advantage. But right again, I, I don't know. I am kind of neutral on the playoff expansion as well. I think for me, I would kind of prefer to wait till you have 32 teams and then do a six teams in each league playoff expansion. So it's like, it, you know, a slightly higher percentage of teams go to the playoffs, but right. When, when do you think we're ever going to get two more teams? Uh, Las, well, that's the thing. Las Vegas needs a team, but that that's but the A's. The A's, yeah, they're just going to move, so it's not really an expansion necessarily. So, well, quickly speaking of the A's, um, what's it called? They are reportedly talking with the can't remember the company's name. I just read the article on it, but the company that owns the Tropicana in Las Vegas. That that company just sold off the rights for the hotel to a different hotel chain, so they will run the hotel chain, but this company would maintain the ownership of the land. And the A's have been in conversations with that company to buy the Tropicana land, which is to the left of the MGM and to the right of the Excalibur. We walked uh, through that, Manny, when we were in Vegas. Right. That's They would demolish the Tropicana and build the new Vegas baseball stadium on that land if this deal goes through. Oh, that could be interesting. Because the Tropicana is a pretty old hotel, and right. it's pretty outclassed by a lot of the other hotels in the area. So, not surprising. And knock it down, make a baseball stadium, gain revenue. Yeah. Type thing, yeah. yeah, I think baseball would be... I think it would really strive in Las Vegas because... Um, they could all. I mean, Las Vegas always needs like teams. You know what I mean? Like they're they're still missing a baseball team. They're still missing uh, a basketball team. Well, at least a NBA team. They have a WNBA team, but uh, but yeah, I think Vegas is a perfect spot. It's great for tourism. I mean, it's just a big city in general. People, you know, big population. So I think uh, I think they could use it for sure. I didn't really think about that, but you're right. They don't even have an NBA team either. No. Nope. And it was just crazy. recently, their team was a hockey team. Yeah, exactly. Out of all four major sports, Ducks defeated tonight. How about that? Yep. Yep. Let's go. Hey, let's go. Almost, almost through the lead though. But Uh, but that's that's the fun of it. But 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 that's but but that's for our spinoff podcast, debating ducks. When you know during the the lockout, you know, I mean, we have to have a backup plan. No, but see, we don't actually make a whole new page. We're just scuffed. We just upload it to the same one, just with a slightly different logo. Yeah, no, that'd be funny as hell. Off podcast, we'll also do chat and charge or something. Yeah, the the lockout has really affected us, guys. We, we 
It's been it's been an hour and forty three minutes of no baseball. Yeah, okay. We're already losing it, guys. Also, also, I just feel like garbage today. So I mean, all of just, us do actually. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really bringing my best heat today, boys. But <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I've been uh, um, I've been inside, um, sick all day. So that's cool. Got COVID tested. So we'll see how that comes back. Yep. So as you could probably tell from my voice, I'm definitely not. Yeah, we're we're all kind of there. Big. Yeah, Rob Manfred, you know, Rob, we can just blame this on Rob. Rob Manfred is ruining our mental health. It's, he's ruining our physical health. We can't we can't do this anymore. I'm going to a real league, the NBA, where <laughs> the commissioner knows how to do this. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm, going, I'm going back to LeBron, okay, and AD. <laughs> See, the one thing I'm, this is kind of just the random, like, baseball thing that I'm surprised about, is that we really saw no trades so far. Like, almost nothing. Uh, actually, well, there's no, one a, big one just happened. There's a lot that happened. A, we'll get to. There's a. There's a. Actually, no. There's three. There's three decent sized trades that have happened. How about how about how about this? How about we just go straight into? Yeah. Angel. How, yeah. Look, lockout. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty much the end of the lockout. Cool. It sucks. F you, Rob Manfred. Yeah. You better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just mean like in comparison to the just free agent market that's been popping off. The trade one's been more quiet. Yeah, that's true. Oh well, I mean, yeah, but that makes sense though. I think. People, yeah, free agency is a lot more popping off than trades and whatnot during, you know, the offseason. Well, yeah, so. during the free agency is the big, the big thing. Yeah, trade that's why you have the, that's why you have the trade trade deadline for a reason, though, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like well, the only big yeah. trade I know about was the Hunter, uh, well, Hunter, Hunter Renfro, Renfro, Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, Red Sox Brewers. But yeah, um, let's just dive into it. Uh, we are kind of running on time constraints once again tonight. I mean, we are recording this late as well. Like this is probably the latest we've ever recorded. So it definitely yeah. is. it definitely do be late. So uh, <laughs> let's right, uh, let's, let's start just, with those let's angel dive into it. free agent signings. We've had two major ones in the last week. I mean, I say major in like a one of them being in kind of quotes. Yeah. Well, uh, we got the our, first one, the first guy Michael we signed, Lorenzen. Was we, Michael Lorenzen. He was a Reds reliever. We signed him for one year, $6.75 million, and we signed him to be a starter in our rotation. Yeah, That is the rumor, at least. And not only that, this man is apparently a two-way player. I think he has like 200-something career at-bats or plate appearances. And he has over 700 OPS, which is is not not average, I think. For for pitching and hitting, like I mean, he's not, yeah. he's no Otani, obviously, but yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> so, what do you guys think of Michael Lorenzen? One year, I, I, I think it's interesting. I'm, it's interesting. I don't know if I like it yet. I have to see him pitch. Yeah, <laughs> I have to see him pitch well, to really like like it. Or not. so this is what Perry said about him. This was in a tweet from uh, Rhett Bollinger. He said, "We do think there's some things there from a." pitch mix standpoint delivery standpoint that we can enhance obviously there's a risk that you're taking them out of their role their element but i think we're in the past we've seen players transition and be really successful when doing this so yeah mm-hmm. i still think they should have just left him as a reliever and let him test his stuff out during spring training and then decided on that but i guess they're giving him that confidence and trust i guarantee yeah. you the whole reason he signed with us because he was like i want to be a starter and the angels were like what happened well, we'll, say no and then yeah. he's just like okay well i'm not gonna sign they were just like okay screw it i, I just kind of wonder if something like that happened yeah and apparently michael lorenzen he said he's been like he, he's like quote unquote he said he's dying to start like he wants to start yeah. really bad and the angels were like we'll let you and plus i guess 
he is pretty flexible like with a two-way thing so like he could also like if we really need him to play like the outfield or something i don't know so he has that flexibility and we could use that you know it never hurts but I don't, I don't know I just, where he is. He's an outfielder. Oh, yeah, but is he a left, right, center? I'll be oh, I don't, I don't know. Just, just outfielder okay. is what I read. But, I, I, you know, I, you know, he's a local kid too. I, I, we've this is a pattern. I feel like this offseason we've been saying it is where I am yeah, currently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's another, he's a Cal State Fullerton uh, alumni, OC native, actually Anaheim native, legit born in Anaheim. So, come on, come on home. But also, uh. He wears Vans cleats. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Dude, Michael Lorenzen is such an anomaly. Like, I just don't know what to expect from this guy. Like, he, like, this I is. I have no idea. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually. I don't know. I, it's, it's, I'm not. I'm weird. not the most thrilled about this signing. It's. it's I think the main reason whatever. is that I know that Artie Moreno has his like has this cap around 180 million dollars normally we don't really go over that mark we had like i think we were at 182 last year mm-hmm. and just signing this random guy to seven million dollars it's this it's not like it's not like noah Syndergaard, where yeah it was a it was an expensive contract but he has this like ace potential that we've seen before this guy we're trying we're set, signing him for seven million dollars to do something that he has not done in six years it just seems like such a random shot in the dark and again i'm excited to see him because i think he could be a very interesting player so i I have this like i have this like conflicted feelings about it but i think like what's winning out here is just kind of frustration about yeah okay he's a local product that's cool why don't you focus your money on you know signing starting pitching that you said right. you were going to focus your money on. Right. Instead of like, it's just random. Like he's going to be our, in our starting rotation. And I think after we go, we go through Iglesias, we'll go through our starting rotation when we talk about, you know, who we missed out on in free agency. Right. But well, so, I don't know. It's just an interesting move. We'll have to see how it, how it turns out, but it's, it's definitely a frustrating one. I think for me, So I found out two interesting things just now, but the one I just want to comment on that first to, kind of wrap that up i like it i still think it's weird because this is really a guy that we have to wait to see there i just wish it was easier to find out like why we lost out on some of the guys we lost out on because we'll never know you know we can always blame moreno for being too cheap or stuff like that but it's also these guys opinion on the team like no, nah, I don't want to go. Like just randomly jumping and just going to Stroman. Like for for whatever reason, he wants to go to the Cubs. I don't know why he'd pick the Cubs out of any other team besides. I mean, it's it's an ancient franchise. It's a cool place to be, and it's not a team that's going to be going anywhere anytime soon. But the two random things I just learned, um, from the player side of the lockout, two two of the things they are asking for is the luxury tax. Obviously, like Daniel said, the Angels don't normally go above eighty million. Because that's very close to the luxury tax. If you go over that, you get taxed. Well, the players want the luxury tax raised to $240 million. So if they actually raise that, another $40 million, that would give us a lot more wiggle room. Because what? We're at like, two, what, like one fifty? No, like... Um, we're, okay, we're currently after the... Uh, so, it, okay, money's... It's, it's a really difficult thing to, like, figure out because there's our payroll, and then there's the payroll that counts towards luxury tax something i've learned a little bit about over the past week 
they're not the same thing. For example, oh. Justin Upton, uh, he's going to make $28 million this year, but only 21 counts towards the luxury tax. I don't know exactly how that's figured out. I don't know if it's average annual oh, value or if it's something more complicated than that. But basically, I think right now it's 167 approximately million counting towards the luxury tax so for we, next season. So if they don't raise the luxury tax at the end of this lockout. Then so it's a 210 right now, right? Uh, it's currently 210, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we've never really gone above 180. So that means we got a, a, like 15 million left to spend. If by art by arty standards, yeah, by arty standard, yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they raise it another thirty million, hopefully, then arty standards would up a little bit. So maybe about two hundred million to maybe right. ten, right? Just so he's got a little wiggle room for whatever reason. But the other big thing I found is I don't think that's how that works, though. I I don't think that's how that works either. But we I don't think he's basing his number based off luxury tax. I think he's he's basing it off like his own. Business, his own, own pocketbook. Uh, oh, see, <laughs> I always thought the reason he picked 180 was it was close to luxury tax, where he would never be close to going over it, and he would be safe at the 180. That's what I always thought. I always thought it was far enough away from the luxury tax where you wouldn't be like, "Am I going to get taxed?" I did. I just didn't think he picked 180 because if you look at how much the Angels make in a season, it's we're, we're not poor. Well, yeah, obviously because we yeah. contribute. We've we, we've been we've been to a good amount of games this season. You're welcome, Artie. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. If yeah, might not. What one thing he doesn't seem to understand is, yes, this season you might not be making. You might lose just a little more money or make just a little less money than you would have made this season if you didn't sign that one guy, right? But you need to start the culture of winning. Well, yeah, yeah and if you don't, if you keep just w- what you're doing, you're not going to be a winning club. Well, because think about how many of those end-of-the-season games we've been to, and the stadium's not even half half full. It's, like, empty. Why, why would you go? Like, well, because right, you're mean, in a playoff run in September, you're going yeah, to be filling up those seats. You're going to be getting those concession sales. Yeah. But I also think no Mike Trout also kind of... Yeah. Okay, okay obviously. obviously. We'll, we'll get... Uh, one thing I kind of want to talk about is uh, where we think we're at. Um, overall but right oh. now uh with like trout back like how we think we're gonna do but anyway that's and um the the only other random thing that doesn't have to do with us is the players wanted the leagues realigned to two divisions like basketball what? like western conference eastern conference <laughs> yeah the the main three points that had come out from the player side that were kind of tweeted about and stuff like that was the luxury tax to 240, the 12-team postseason, and each league realigned into two divisions rather than three. Hmm. Well, that would what make is the difference. luxury tax going to 240? See, this yeah. is why I can't completely side with the players because the luxury tax going to 240 is rid- that's just going to give teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers, the Dodgers even more yeah. room well, to like just, yeah. add all these guys and. Well, so the oh, reason the players I really don't think it's going to help. It's not going to help the middle, like the middle like, players. It's only going to help like the top guys make even more money than they need to be making. But shouldn't the players' association be focused on the middle class of players and not fucking rich? Well, no, wow, so, holy shit! This is like turning into some economics. This, like, this is turning well, into no, some like anti-capitalist podcast. The, the basic <laughs> reason, their reasoning behind it, is that 
if they extend the luxury tax, you'll have less players sitting in anonymity for this whole offseason, hoping they get signed for a certain amount of money. And it gives teams like, I'm just using an example, I don't think they literally mean Tampa, but like Tampa and the Angels and Oakland, more money to work with for giving players more money without being worried about breaking the luxury tax. Oh, That's Tampa their reason. Tampa no, never I'm has saying, Tampa, Tampa never yeah. got to worry. I'm just using it as an example. Yeah, but, but most like there's like four teams that are actually going to worry about breaking the luxury. Yeah, the Yankees, Dodgers. No, but uh, the, but that's the thing. The Yankees, Dodgers don't Red care Sox. about breaking the luxury tax. They break it anyways. Nothing's going to stop them from doing that because they just break it. I know one thing someone commented on was that apparently they wanted the fines raised for breaking the luxury tax as well, so you don't have teams that can do that. But I don't know how serious that actually is in their conversation. Oof, man, these these like these points we like y'all y'all bring up just makes me feel like there's not going to be a It'd agreement. It's I feel like this 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 feels way too like both right. sides feel polarizing. Yeah, very both sides far are, apart. Yeah, both sides feel very far apart. You know, because... one thing that kind of counteracts the point I made earlier of saying there's going to be baseball in 2022. I I didn't really I when I was saying that I wasn't really thinking about this. Uh talks today lasted 7 minutes. 7 minutes, yeah. I heard seven it. Seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, That's Jeff, it before they left. They, yeah, Jeff, they they sat in the room. It's Rob Manfred and it's Tony Clark, I believe his name is the head of MLBPA. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, and they sat in the room for seven minutes, seven minutes before they walked out. Yeah, Jeff Passon tweeted that today. I read that tweet and I was like, seven minutes, huh? Well, that I guess we're been, not that... seeing Noah Syndergaard pitch for the age. You, you, you could, you could just. This could have been an email. Like we didn't need a meeting. Like seven. Yeah. So wait. Just... So if we don't get baseball in twenty twenty two, does that mean we still have Syndergaard's contract for next year for twenty no. three? <laughs> no, nope. I don't think so. No, yeah. Wait, does yeah. it actually just invalidate a year of their contract, even if there was no baseball played? Well, think about it this way: like the the pandemic season, the sixty game season, didn't like you yeah, know. But that was at least something. We got to watch sixty games. Yeah. Okay. I, it's again, I, we still think there's going to be baseball. This is just some things that are going to be in the way. Yeah, we'll no, get 50, this season we'll get fifty games instead of sixty. Uh, it, it, it's sad. It's sad boy hours. There's no baseball. <laughs> baseball doesn't exist. They're gonna currently make yes, baseball does not exist, but there will it's be. Okay. I'm 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 a Laker. I'm a big I'm the biggest Lakers fan now. It's they're okay. gonna they're gonna make us watch Ducks hockey where every game they try and throw uh, it in the last court uh, last quarter uh, last period. Rob Manfred. Rob Manfred's course. You're good. To, you're good at <laughs> the last quarter. What a good the, hockey. Yeah. Rob Manfred's forcing me to watch. Period. Rob Manfred's forcing me to watch Russell Westbrook turn the ball over 15 times again. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't do it. I should, I can't, we should I can't sue MLB watch. for emotional trauma. Making exactly. us watch other sports. <laughs> Making me I, watch the Lakers, bro. To be fair, <laughs> bro, I mean, we could already sue the Angels for emotional trauma. I, I think we'd have a pretty valid case, too. Um, I, I, I simply cannot watch the Lakers blow another 3 OT lead to the Kings. Like, <laughs> it, it, it cannot happen. Did, it you, was the the, Kings wait, last did night. you say the Lakers? The Lakers beat the Kings last night. The Ducks oh, also yeah, did. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both teams beat the Kings. I forgot there's a Kings. There's, there's a Sacramento, yeah, Sacramento Kings. <laughs> I forgot there was a Kings in basketball. Which, there was a point okay. where the Sacramento Kings almost played in the Honda Center, which would have been funny. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, way off track. We're can, right LeBron on James, can LeBron James oh. play hockey? Finally, okay, next time. let's talk about Rysel Iglesias real quick. <laughs> um, okay. This Good is LeBron. a signing that I'm very happy about four years 58 million at 14.5 a year i think is pretty reasonable 
for a talent oh, yeah. like Raycel. Yeah, and he's making so 10 mil I'm in 2022. Happy. And 10 million in 2022, which makes me think that the Angels aren't done. Because nope. they, again, I don't know how that's going to affect the luxury tax if the luxury tax just takes the 14.5 average or something like that, or if it actually takes that 10 into account. Um, but yeah, this makes me think that we're not completely done. Now we're going to be done for a while because baseball doesn't exist right now. Nope. But I don't yeah. know. Again, yeah. I have mixed feelings. I would have been, I love Rysel. I still would have been happier if it was, all right, we're getting Marcus Stroman six years, 130 or something like that. That's the one thing I wonder about. Like, you got to figure. This is the one thing I wish was more transparent, which is never going to be because it's money and contracts and everything. But, like, I just want to know, like, there uh, better teams gave Marcus Stroman money. Maybe it was less. It was probably more. But why the Cubs? Well, well I think we should wait till we... Let's, yeah, we'll get I, I, I know, but it's, this has been in my head all day since I saw yeah. his tweet where he was like, I, you know, Wrigley has the best fans. I, I've never pitched in Wrigley. I've always wanted... To, I'm like, this man accepted a contract just to pitch in Wrigley. I, yeah. I literally think this man just accepted a contract to pitch in Chicago. All right, well, okay, let, let's finish Rysel, then we'll, we'll, yeah. just, we'll, go, let's go, we'll go on a rant in a second. Rysel, four years, $58 million. The one really good thing that came out of this weekend that was mostly just us being kind of sad. So, you know. He's, uh, he's like the, the lone bright spot of, of this. The, the, of main, this the main bright spot. I'm really happy with this signing. We have probably the best setup closer combo in baseball or like oh, top 100%, three. 100%. Lupe Iglesias, beautiful. Like absolutely no, beautiful. Like the problem no is going to be getting either. there because uh, uh, you yeah. know we're actually wait. That brings up a good question. We have Luke. We have Iglesias. So where's Myers go? Because we gave him. Oh, be the like, he he could be like, like the number, seventh inning guy. I don't care. The seventh inning guy. Yeah, six seventh inning. Yeah. Mike Mike Myers does not need to be our our eighth inning guy. No, no, no. Luke Is Luke even our setup guy, or is Luke more of a middle reliever, and we're going to keep Myers? No, I think I saw someone say Luke Iglesias. I yeah, saw a bunch no. of people saying that. I, I so think I think sure even I think it. even Perry or somebody said Luke is supposed to be the high leverage guy, so he probably yeah. come in the eighth. Yeah, he did. high leverage doesn't necessarily mean setup. Yeah, but it's but that's fine. You just you want to put Luke in the scariest situation. Exactly right. There's no, there's stats for there's there's actually like people who study that is like what situations with most high leverage. When should you be using your best relievers? I don't care if it's during the eighth inning or if it's the sixth inning, you know, say you have a one run lead bases loaded one out, bring him in then. Like that's when you want your best guys, not Steve Cishek. That's what they normally bring Steve Cishek in. He'd like walk two of the guys, get out of the inning. We'd be losing and, you know, wouldn't affect his ERA. That's true. Anyway, that's anyway, that, anyways. That. <laughs> you see Shaq probably won't be an angel next year anyway so who cares I kind of hope he is I, I, think, I think he's going to be I think he's going to be just because of how he helped us get he's it? like he's like buddy buddy with Syndergaard so Syndergaard yeah yeah I know I think he will be I, we'll just give him what we, it was a year for a million this year do it probably again shit, run it back yeah, it's fine yeah, yeah, run, run million dollars for CC Shaq's actually pretty good value so yeah Ari Moreno literally pisses a million dollars like it doesn't matter like. did you guys know you can buy a Steve Shishek a Topps card eBay for 99 cents actually well Paul CC Shaq does not exist simply so no. you can't do it I don't know he's not with anyone he does exist oh okay sick all right, cool. 
<laughs> hey, I'll DM him on Twitter. Steve does exist. Steve Ciszek, that's an episode. Name the episode, Steve Ciszek still exists. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he pitched oh 74 games. Ow, that's a oh, lot. Right. Dude, he was like he their most... Well, he, was towards the, he was towards the top of the league with that, I think. Well, yeah, dude. I'm surprised he still has an arm. Like, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude's fucking arm is like <laughs> jello or something now. Oh. Uh, can we just go shit on Marcus Stroman now? <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right. I've been Marcus Stroman, Robbie Ray, Ke- uh, Kevin Gosman. I don't Harry. care about Robbie Ray. Okay, I don't wait, care no, about no, wait. Actually, I want to shit on Stroman and Ray. Gaussman, he gets off. He gets a free pass. I don't care. Ray, literally everybody's shitting like, on the play. Wait, are we shitting on the players? Or are we shitting on the the GM here? Because I think we should uh, do both. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to shit on Perry yet. We don't know what he's gonna do. Oh, it's kind okay. of pissing me off that like we didn't get one of our guys. The Ray one pisses me off because everyone was like, "Yeah, he hasn't decided yet," and then Seattle just like touches his oh, pinky. That's right. Like, yeah, hey, you, like, come here. You. So apparently, if you believe rumors, we offered Ray money, like a good contract, and he obviously turned it down to go to Seattle. And everyone is so convinced that the only reason Seattle paid what they paid was because we screwed them out of the playoffs. They people were saying that it was payback. No, no, that's salty. No, that's okay. That's that's just storylines that don't actually exist. Yeah, I don't believe it, but people were convinced by the fact that Ray had said that he wasn't ready to sign, he was feeling it out, and then like two days later, he signed. That's just Reddit talk, bro. I mean, it was from Twitter, but okay, (laughs) Twitter, same thing. (laughs) It's just angry people saying like whatever comes to their mind. But here's here's the thing about Ray, though. we didn't get our like next meeting with him. We were supposed to meet up with him, and then yeah, Seattle Perry was. Like, was. Yeah, yeah. Dude, dude, he ghosted Perry Manassian. Think about that. It's yeah, so he, we were supposed to have the meet up soon, and yeah. then they went, "Nope." Look, he can have fun in Seattle and do nothing. Okay, <laughs> like it's gonna be whatever. But we were re- like, were we seriously? I think I, I'm more upset about the Stroman one. That that one's more recent. Yeah, Stroman, that one happened today. Yeah, and I think the reason I'm so upset about the Stroman one. Okay, so. Three years, $71 million. First of all, to go to Chicago. what The Cubs. The is, Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs who just traded away their entire team. Literally, they have Chicago. nothing. Okay, uh, 71 divided by three. Okay, that's a 23 million, 23.6 million AAV. So that, that's a lot of money. But we should have been willing to do that anyway, and we probably would have done that AAV at more years. I mean, at least we should have been willing to do it. Because Stroman is a guy who's been consistent the last like few years, uh, except for I think 2018 where he was injured. Um, he's had an ERA around three, and it's been consistently that way too, except for the one year he was injured. And we we just needed we needed to go get our guy. So I now think- we're just going to be sitting here all off season still not having our guy and just right. not knowing when we're going to get that guy. Now, one thing I will say I'm happy about, I was actually, after we didn't get Stroman, I was kind of worried we were going to go for like Kershaw or Rodon and like way overpay them because we were desperate. I'm actually kind of glad we didn't. We just kind of, you know, held strong through the lockout. Um, But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely frustrating, obviously, not getting Stroman because they've, we've told, they've told us time and time again, we're going to focus on pitching. We're going to focus on pitching. And yeah, we've, we've signed some pretty decent pitching, but we never got the guy. We got Cindergard for a year. He's he's the experiment. 
we got Michael Lorenzen, another kind of experiment. We got the closer. We never got the solid starter, which is what has been the problem year after year after year after year after year. We've also signed a bunch of minor leaguers. We couldn't do it. We signed three or four minor leaguers in the last week. Some cool. Some pitchers, but having three pitchers in one. Yeah, no one cares about that right now. Cool. But we need the start. We need the starter who's going to be there for the next five years, the next six years. And we know he's just going to be consistent because here's the thing, especially with Stroman, he he's not like a guy who throws extremely fast. So it's not like his skill set is like going to demolish extremely quickly with age. Yeah, there is still a risk with age. There's obviously a risk of long term contracts, but all these other teams are doing it, too. You have to just take the risk and go for it. It, you but, might overpay. Yeah, you're probably going to overpay a little bit. Now, but, but again, you're not you're not you're not signing pools here. You're not signing a guy till he's 42, like a six year contract, which he probably would have taken. Uh, but, what? He's only like, what, 31 right now? What made him 37 years old? Yeah. I mean, hell, he was willing to take a three year deal for 23 a year. I would have done a three year deal for 25 a year because it's only three years. So. Well, that's the thing it's always hard to tell is like we don't know actually i mean we knew we were supposed to have a meeting with ray and he quickly switched but with stroman i gotta feel like this was player's opinion only no amount of money was going to sway him because why would you go to the cubs unless you wanted to go there because like obviously the player gets is decides where they want to go no matter what money they're being paid you know there's players that never want to go to boston there's players that never want to go to the yankees and stuff like that for some reason, Stroman wanted, Max to, wanted to, go to go to the Mets. <laughs> no, money got him there. No. Well, that's someone like Scherzer. No, but why Jacob Strom got him there. <laughs> also that. But why would Stroman pick the Cubs? I could understand. Like, if he had picked, like, Seattle or Texas or someone like that, I would be pissed. Because I'm like, okay, so we just gave up or something? Because clearly we could have offered him this money. But I've, the Cubs... Uh... I don't know, man. This this is not a franchise that's going to exist for the next well, three well, years. The Cubs are not going to be, yeah, they're not going to be con- competing competitively, you know, for a for, while. For a while, yeah. Like next season, they're not. They don't. They don't have anyone. You know what are they going to do? Resign one of their, resign Chris Bryant and go get no, Carlos Correa or something. That. Like, okay, call me back when they do that. But but even probably that not going to happen because they does still have no pitching. Really, does he really want to pitch in Chicago? Like, it's just so. Yeah, it's it baffled me so much. That's, That's why, why I, I, think. Go, I, do, I think he, it was the best AAV. Like, I feel like that was... That had to be when went there. Like, I can't imagine that was the best. It, come like, on, like, maybe, okay, maybe someone gave him a 24 a year, but why didn't we give him 25 for three? Or no, but I'm 22 saying, like, over six or something like that. I'm saying, like, you're telling me a team like the Yankees or Dodgers who have been losing players. The Yankees have done nothing. They've watched everybody go. The Dodgers but have done nothing. Here's the difference between us and the Yankees and Dodgers. The Yankees and Dodgers already have their core guys. The Yankees and Dodgers are already good playoff teams. We right. haven't made the playoffs in six, seven. six years. Seven years. Seven, seven years. No, but we haven't I'm made saying... the playoffs in seven years. And so we need to be making moves. The Yankees and Dodgers can afford to sit back, wait to see who's left, and just grab a couple guys at the end of the offseason. Like the Dodgers today, they got their Chris Taylor back, you know? They can just they they have the they can wait until they can afford to wait until this happens. We can't afford to wait. When we wait, other teams jump on top of the guys we want first, and then we're left with maybe Clayton Kershaw. And I don't think he's going to want to come to the Angels. No, what I'm saying is I'm pretty sure Stroman turned down more money. 
I think he wanted to go to the Cubs, no matter which, what. Which still baffles me. Like I just he, don't know. That, that's what I'm saying too. Because why would he not? There was more teams that offered him money, even if it was a little less. At least those teams were playoff bound. I don't know. Possible. Man. I don't know. Chicago deep dish pizza well, is hella good. Also, man. if you look at uh, if you can look at fan bases, the Dodgers fan base and the Yankees fan base are furious. I'm yes. surprised the Yankees haven't. The Yankees fan base hasn't. Well, let's hope they can go cry me a river. They've been in the playoffs the last 12 years straight. They're yeah. fine. And, and it's also like not like the Cubs are like some. Oh, we love our players. Like the no. Cubs aren't. Yeah, like dude, do you remember like the Steve Bartman incident? Like <laughs> all these like the, those the Cubs fans like nearly like cru- like crucified that guy for that one play. Like he f- interfered with the foul ball, which was you not even interference in the first place. Yeah, like. Like bro, like he's acting like Cub fan, Cub fans are like the next coming of Jesus. Like they're they're not no like you know nice yeah. guys either. Like the way he was kissing their ass on Twitter, that's why I was like, this man wanted to go to the Cubs no matter. What well, he was kissing like. every fan base's ass on Twitter. He was kissing our fan base's ass. He was kissing the Cardinals fan base's ass. He was I mean, playing. It seemed like yeah, he was gonna go. It's, it really seemed like he was either us or the Cardinals, and yeah. then the Cubs. That's why I'm like, there's no way we or the Cardinals didn't offer him more. Yeah, I'm. And, I'm not yeah. sure about that. Maybe we wouldn't, but the Cardinals would have. Are we like? Here's here's the thing. Like, are we really willing to say that Artie Moreno did not interfere with this and say no, you can't offer him that much? Like, it just I seems really, like it seems like every year it's the same thing, and the common denominator is Artie Moreno. I'm not saying every single time it's his fault, but when there's a pattern of the same thing happening over and over and over again. And there's been one common denominator right. between that thing. Like four different GMs. Well, by the way. supposed to blame about this. Yeah. Four, di- four different GMs in the last 10 years. And it's still the same problem. The same thing. We paid so CJ can you, Wilson. Yeah. Can you blame the GM when it's like the same thing? Like it's an arty problem. Like it's blame not some of them. Problem. I don't think you can blame all four, but I still blame, uh, he's still uh, blame like, Depoto. <laughs> I don't blame Epler. I I blame Depoto. Again, yeah, we'll see, yeah. we'll see what happens. I think he, you know, I, there are still moves that can be made here. It's not completely out. We still have the trades, um, you know, the trade possibilities. Uh, I actually I didn't hate that kind of thing you mentioned earlier. Signing like a Chris Bryant trading Joe Adele and. Uh, yeah, I brought that up. Brandon Marsh, and then using that to get a low salaried starting guy who's like a solid low salaried starting guy. But that's just, I feel like that's going to be really hard to pull off. Yeah, it's a little elaborate. And but... we're not just giving up Joe Adele. Don't get me wrong for that. Like, no. To get, to get like a proven guy who's on like a low this... salary for yeah. multiple years, that's, that's going to take more than just Joe Adele. It's probably going to take, uh, couple decent prospects yeah, like jack mayfield you know bring him <laughs> can't use goslin as a trade piece anymore he's gone hey he's a free agent now right so that means we can oh, use he his still exists. that's right he still he's not been thanos snapped <laughs> you know that's the name of the episode mike trout's been <laughs> thanos snapped <laughs> mike trout tony's got thanos snapped yeah there's like 14 different titles we can go with yeah this well episode. this, this oh. thanos was a lot meaner he took a lot more than 50 percent yeah, for real. He took, he took everybody. He took a solid ninety, like seven percent. Um, the one random thing that I just uh, learned apparently right before the trade deadline, Miami was close to like finishing talks with for Kenley Jansen. 
and they didn't do it? Nope. Oh. Well, well, obviously they didn't do it. So Kenley Chanson still exists? <laughs> nope. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> All right. So one thing I kind of want to talk about just a little bit is like what moves do you like? What do you see playing out here? We're at 166 million. The cap's 210. Now, one thing I did want to mention, I mentioned this last episode, too. There is a proposal on the table. I assuming by the owners to move the first luxury tax threshold down to 180. Now, I really, really don't think that's going to happen because there's going to have to be compromises that are going to be made, and there's no yeah. way that proposal is. Gonna it's be way too low. It's just it, it, uh, 180 is too low. Players that's fine. Want I, I'm fine. Players wanted at 240. Owners wanted at 180. You know, yeah, that's, that's too big of a gap. I don't think it's going up to 240, but I still think it's probably going to go up a little bit. Um, <laughs> 215. Yeah. 215. There you go. So anyway. If it is 210, maybe we'll see. But if if we come back from this, you know, uh, this break, yeah, and we just sign like some five ERA, two more five ERA starters to a five million dollar contract, uh, and that's our fix, right? And wait, but do we really need that many more? I think we just need one more. Okay, okay. So right now. Our starting rotation is Otani. Gosh, I can't say my uh, Otani, Cindergard, Patrick Sandoval, Sandoval, uh, Lorenzen. Michael Lorenzen, yeah, Suarez, Suarez, yeah, Suarez, yeah. And so that means you're putting in a guy, and then Bury is the sixth guy. Canning probably, probably is not going to be back by uh, spring training. There's a chance he won't be. I thought they um, said he would be back by spring training. And then Reed Detmers is kind of unsure. Yeah, so but we Detmers have, we have some depth there, it. but again, like that's just an Otani like missing a few starts and Michael Lorenzen not being able to start away from having to throw Reed Detmers back in there when he had like a six ERA this last season. Yeah. To start so, out the season. Like we don't want that at the start of the season. It's fine if we're out of it at the end of the season, but that's what I'm we, saying. we need one we more need, minimum. It, well, it shouldn't be a five ERA guy. No, no, I'm just saying we need one more starter, just in general. Exactly. One more solid starter. Hey, man, I heard I saw Clayton Kershaw on the five five freeway the other day. So I'd I mean, rather have Granky, but bro, <laughs> oh, Clayton. I mean, are I you telling like me? That, are you are you telling me you'd be disappointed if you got Clayton Kershaw? I'd kind of be. kind of be. <laughs> really? Have you seen his? Numbers? I don't think I would. But he's I'd been be so injury prone. Oh, but he still pitches big, 150 innings a season, even with his injuries. Yeah, yeah it's, but, it's but it's big, it's big Kirsch, bro. It's big well, Kirsch. We get Granky back. You know, we had him for like five innings. Hey, Clayton Kershaw is like one of the few Dodgers I actually like. Okay, how many? It's a, we had uh, Granky for 89 innings. Come on, don't you want him for more? Look, Clayton Kershaw, no, no, big Kirsch is coming to Anaheim. Hashtag big Kirsch to to the to the big A. Okay, come on. I'm so surprised that the Dodgers they had so long to sign him. How did they not sign him? Dude, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer, by the way. Like, this is just yeah. a little dude. I I checked his baseball reference like today, and I was sh- like, I knew Clayton Kershaw was good, right? I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was like this insane. Oh, yeah, nice. Like, I totally forgot how lights out this guy was. He was the best play. He was the best pitcher in baseball for eight years, easily. Yeah. And he honestly, just because he's been around so long, I always feel like he's older than he is. He's only thirty three. Yeah, that's insane to me. Like, he's pitched fourteen years. And he's only 33. Like, Clayton.
the, the Kershaw over health concerns. Like, huh. Yeah, down, I mean, but they signed Taylor and let go of but, Yeah. But July until September or something like that. The fact that they didn't give him anything. It's okay. Like I said, I saw him on. I saw him on Catella. Yeah, it's just so weird. They they gave him nothing, and then they knew this was coming, (laughs) and they didn't give him any kind of. You know, there was no offer. This is a guy who's always been a Dodger. You think that you know? It's just he would still always be a Dodger, but maybe the Dodgers are willing to let him go. Hey, that's fine with me, bro. Look, I said I saw, I saw him on Catella Avenue bro, the other day. Like, Big Kirsch is on his way. Yeah, I saw Greg at Dizzy. What's your point? Well, he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to wait there for a couple months. So. <laughs> it's okay. Because the Angels, the Angels currently don't exist. Actually, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> well, see, that's one thing I was wondering. Do they still have like they can still go through talks, right? They just can't actually sign anybody, or are they not even allowed to go through talks? No, they're not talking. They're not. They're not. No, I don't no, think baseball, that. Yeah, like baseball doesn't exist, bro. Like, there's like this, nothing happens. They're anymore. locking out the play. You think they're talking to the players if they're not even using their faces? <laughs> well, that's MLB. You know, I don't know what the actual teams are talking. Again, don't come, don't come to us to information about what is and isn't allowed about the lockout. I mean, we're yeah. not the I most mean, educated I, yeah. on it. So. I don't, I don't work for. There are, baseball, there are so. plenty of plenty of articles, plenty of videos out there telling you exactly what can and can't do during the lockout. So go watch those. Yeah. But the one thing you can do is uh, Mike Trout can still go, you know, call up his buddies and be like, hey, come to the Angels. I know yeah, that's the Max. So actually, we, we tried, but we weren't going to see. I'm not even that upset about the losing Scherzer, which we'll get to because 42 million a year. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't pay 42 that's million. So a year. Much Screw money. that. That's ridiculous. The Mets are now, <laughs> as of right now, the highest salary team in baseball. Yeah, all to finish fourth in the NL East. I, <laughs> I saw someone say, I can't wait for the Mets to lose again to the Braves. <laughs> I can't. Oh, I, I saw something else that was really funny. It was like, hey, I've heard the Atlanta Braves are looking for a first baseman. I, there's this guy called uh, Freddie Freeman. Uh, I think they really like him. And they didn't, he didn't get signed? Nope. Nope. I, I think the Braves might lose Freeman, which would be kind of hilarious. Oh, yeah. Dude, apparently, apparently he's going to go to... Uh, Apparently he's been in talks with the Dodgers. So apparently everybody's been in talk with the Mets. So the Do- the Dodgers. Okay, I've, I guess there's a DH. I've been in to- I've been in talks with the Mets. Okay, I've been- <laughs> I guess you, there's a DH. You move Muncie to um, DH. Wait, you said that wrong. What was it again? If there's oh. a DH in the NL, you move Muncie to DH, right? Uh, Matt, uh, you mean uh, Max Muncie? Max Muncie. Shut up. <laughs> uh, are we back to fat shaming Max Muncie? <laughs> 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 oh gosh it's just funny because max muncie could probably beat all of us up but <laughs> dude we're, i swear to god the angels are gonna come back and be like you know what our solution is let's resign albert pool it's like mm-hmm. we're sorry we cut you bud here's 25 million dollars well he, ex- he exists million. right so we can talk about him he exists he does exist yeah i you know um, let's just uh, in, in conclusion i i think the angels yeah. really main option is is a trade here like yeah if they want to get their guy and they want to stay under that one, they're like Artie Moreno's wacky 180 
think yeah. his his option is a trade, and I think Perry Manajian is is gonna do it. We'll see. It's it's gonna be a hard. It's gonna be a rough couple months. Just like sitting here knowing we didn't get our guy. You know, the Mariners are out there celebrating. The Rangers are celebrating. The Mets are celebrating, which we'll get to in a sec. But like, we we're gonna have to sit here and uh, just wait. We'll see you yeah. when the season starts. If yeah. uh, if we should actually be legitimately angry or not. So, uh, the only pitching we have left is uh, Carlos Rodon, Kershaw, or Granky. Big Kersh. I saw him on Catella. I don't know if those are like the guys, but anyway, that's what, big, this is what big it is. Kersh. I saw him on not bad. I just wouldn't pick Duffy or Kikuchi. Yeah, man, Big Kersh. I, mean, I saw him I, on the if we get two, I would take. I would have taken Kikuchi as a second uh, or another guy, a third, basically, because. Cindergard, um, Cindergard, a Strowman, which I was hoping for, and Kikuchi. I would have taken that, but I don't yeah. really want Kikuchi mm-hmm. as our num as our big move. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the big move was Cindergard. This would yeah. Be the Cindergard should not have been the big move though. When when they signed Cindergard, that was your, you know, that's your yeah. shot. Your one year risk. shot. Your yeah. risk. Then you get your guy. We didn't get our guy. And our yeah. guy, like Manny well, said, like I said, I, I saw Big Kirsch on the five relay the other day. So I'm telling you, <laughs> he's on. Yeah, I saw him walking tell. around. Manny, I went to LA on Saturday. I saw him walking around this, you know, the Hollywood sign area, just kind of looking yeah. bored. I mean, I saw Big Kirsch at Fashion Island the other day. So I think, uh, I think he's coming home. <laughs> bring him home. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Disneyland. Yeah, I'm taking a picture of Mickey Mouse, bro. <laughs> I saw. Sounds like he's ready to come to the Halos. Yeah, I so saw after, Big Kirsch. Uh, after said, uh, Correa and Kershaw, we didn't have any money left. I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw Big Kershaw, Big Thunder Mountain. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I saw Big Kershaw riding the teacups, bro. Like, <laughs> he sat next to me on Haunted Mansion. Oh my god, it's way too. See, it, this is how you know it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a long uh, lockout, boys. Oh my god, dude. All right. Yeah, so if next you, week's uh, podcast, should we just talk about the lockout and be like, all right, so nothing's happened. If, if you're, <laughs> nothing's if, happened. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening, Ashton. If all right. Well, if, a lot of things on, did one, happen this last week. Though. Hold on. One last thing. One last thing. One last thing. Oh, my God. If, you, if you're an MLB player and you're spotted at a Disneyland, you're automatically an angel. That's how it is. Okay. <laughs> That's how it is. Okay. We can move on now. Is that is, Was that seriously the basis for the Carlos Correa rumors that started, like, yeah, randomly? Yeah, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> just because he went to Disneyland? Oh, uh, I, I got I got to admit that one meme where it was like, it's a guy with like a super surprise face, and it's like Carlos Correa, Anthony Rendon, Mike Trout, and Shohei Otani, um, watching Griffin Cannon give up ten runs after they hit back to back to back to back home. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nuts. Okay, yeah, let's let's okay, let's move on to the free agent signings across the league. Uh, should we go by irrelevant to relevant or relevant to irrelevant? Because there's well, okay, well, I kind of laid it out here. Let's just go team by team. I think. Okay, fuck it. Um, it it's not an order most people go in, but whatever. It's, yeah, it's can, I, how I wrote it. So we can kind of blow through this a little bit. So let's see what we got. exactly. So um, probably I that means no winter meetings. What? I just yeah. realized that means no winter meetings. Oh yeah, because baseball doesn't exist. So why would we meet? I, I totally <laughs> forgot about. That. I didn't even think that that would, you know, yeah. go together. Yeah, no. That's, that's where all the trades exists. normally happen is the winter meetings. Oh, oh, damn. Well, tough luck. <laughs> all right, let's start. Rangers. Okay, so we got Marcus Semyon, seven years, one hundred seventy-five million dollars. 
That's a big time deal. Holy crap. That's a Okay, let's just let's just put it this way. The Rangers are looking hella scary this year. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, uh, when you spend no money, I actually kind of disagree with that. But I mean, anyway. I think they're just stacking a lineup, and then you're gonna have four players in garbage. I mean, they're, they're looking scarier. Let me put it that way. Well, scarier than what? 102 losses? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, maybe they'll they got, have 100. They got losses. Seager and uh, Marcus Simeon. Besides that, they are there's nothing. They have no pitch. Hey, hey, hey. Put some okay, respect okay, okay. on Cole Well, they did sign John Gray to a four-year, $56 million okay. deal. But That's that... like us having Otani. They have one pitcher. Well, yeah, but he's not as good as Otani, so. No, I know. I'm just saying they have one pitcher. Yeah, exactly. And then they signed Cole Calhoun, our Cole Calhoun, to a one-year, $5.2 million deal as well. Um, this awesome, is, but what do you just, guys think about the Rangers' like moves overall? This is kind of weird. Personally, I'm like... Um, they have money now, so... Well, okay, they had cool, you have money. I think I they're think like you, were, you paid a lot of money for both these guys. Like Marcus seven years. This guy, by the way, has had two good seasons in his entire yeah. career. Like two really good seasons. Now, One of mind you, laughing. really good seasons. So there's I that. Think, um, Seager, yeah. When he's healthy, is really good. But that's a big if. I they, think they, they're just like yeah. starting to build. Like that's why these are humongous year contracts. Because I think they're just gonna start. Yeah, they're probably this. waiting. They're waiting for their guys to come up. So, because, um, I don't know if you remember last season, but they had a really good pitcher that they just called up from the minors, and he was like one of the top MILB like pitchers, and he did pretty well against. I forgot who he played. He played against us. And he did pretty well. I think we won that game. The Yankees and someone else. He did pretty well against. He only played like four or five games, but he did really well. So they definitely have minor leaguers ready, but I don't know. I feel like they spent a lot of money just to patch holes. You you know what this feels like to me? This feels like um, 2019 San Diego. Yeah. Manny Machado. Mm, yeah. Obviously, there's two guys, so I think it's going to be a little bit more of an improvement than that. But the, the Padres have definitely had a losing record after they signed Machado, but it's a building block. I'm not that scared of the Rangers this next year. Yes, they have two really good guys and a solid pitcher, but I don't know, probably maybe 80 wins. If that, remember, they won 60 games, so that would be a 20-game improvement from three guys, I, which would be very generous. So maybe on the generous side, 80 wins. Yeah. They, again, it's a future move. We'll see. This could be an overpay. I think it probably is slightly an overpay, but hey, they got their guys. Good job, Texas. Good job. They're going to be scary in a few years. Their middle infield is worth over half a billion dollars. Yeah. Holy (laughs) shit. (laughs) But yeah, good job, Texas. Hey, good on you for spending money. Maybe somebody will finally go to a Texas Rangers game. These are not Pujols contracts because both of these expire when they're like 38, 37, 38. Not signed through 41, 42. So old is here. He's like 27, uh, I believe. 27, oh, yeah, yeah, he's 27. So he'd be 37. He's age 37. That's, that's old, but it's not terrible. It's not Pujols old, but yeah. No. no. I don't know why I thought Corey Seager was older. I, I mean, no, Kyle Seager is much older, but... Well, but you Kyle have Seager's to remember, though, like, how old's, like, Miguel Cabrera right now, and he's a potato, yeah. so... Right, but he's a legend, Hall of Famer, I mean, so... I, I don't think he actually signs contracts. I think he just exists in Detroit uniform. Like they just tell him to give the Rangers like us like, okay, they'll be decent next year, two years. I maybe like year three through six or seven of the contract is going to be really good for them. So they'll give them like a five year window, which hell that's better than a lot of teams can do. So 
Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Seattle, though, yeah? Uh, yeah. Robbie, oh, well, they Ray. Stole Robbie Ray from us. Robbie Ray, yeah, enjoy your fucking yeah. your rain in Seattle. Enjoy, uh, <laughs> enjoy yeah, the rain I mean, coffee. <laughs> Adam Frazier trade with the Padres. Oh, Adam Frazier was legit useless in San Diego. Like, I, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, so. yeah, but okay, he's not a useless player. They got him. They bought him low. I think it was a pretty good trade for the Mariners, actually. Like, they got him at a good value. Oh, I yeah. actually really Wait, like both these moves from the Mariners. What was the trade? Do you know? I don't I don't know exactly, but I know I saw it. And I was like, wow, good on you. Mariners. From Padres. See, the Adam Frazier's like the only one even really mentioned in the deal, so it had to Oh, been... it was just two minor leaguers. They lost yeah. two minor leaguers. Were the top and... prospects or I don't think so. Like the Padres were selling low on this guy because he was part of my French. He was ass with them. Part of my French, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, it says a left-handed reliever and an outfielder, Ray Care and Corey Rosier. Yeah, huh. they sold. They 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 bought low on him. So, uh, Rosier was a twelfth-round draft pick in the twenty twenty-one amateur draft, and he was already in AAA. So, damn. Um, Oh, wait, no, wrong guy. No, no, no. He was in single A. The other guy was in triple A. Hmm. Okay, okay. But it doesn't yeah. say what care was. It doesn't say what draft pick or yeah. what rank he was. Yeah, Let's but see. I think I think the biggest deal with the Mariners was that Robbie Ray deal, so... Oh, yeah, he doesn't exist either. Yeah, he doesn't exist, so... <laughs> yeah. have, Definitely Robbie Ray with five years. But again, I'm not that scared of the Mariners next year. I mean, not they're really, going to be good, yeah. but so... When I'm when I'm evaluating like how teams are going to improve from you know the year before, we think they're negative. Uh, I'm talking about their Pythagorean record from the year before, which I think the Mariners were like 79 wins, I something around there, 78, 79 wins. Could have even been worse than that. So, okay, they added Robbie Ray, they added Adam Frazier, two very good signings. Robbie Ray, we're not 100 percent sure. He'll probably regress a little bit. Adam Frazier, he'll be better than he was with the Padres. Maybe not quite as good as he was with the Pirates last year, but somewhere like a good player. They lose Seager. Uh, he, you know, whatever. Uh, the Mariners probably aren't done making moves. If they go and get themselves a Chris Bryant, then we'll really talk. But I think yeah. the Mariners are probably a mid '80s win team next year because they, they're gonna regress. That they had an insane. Their, luck. They, their season was an anomaly. We'll just yeah. Put it like that. It oh, was a, a complete anomaly. Like they had insane luck. Um, with their their Pythagorean record, yeah, like their their, their run differential, they should have been dog shit. <laughs> like, now maybe like, there is something to say about like, you know, a team that can win one one score games. There is just something there, but generally, that might be like a momentum thing, like a mindset during the season. But generally, those things even out, right? So, yeah, I I, I good on the Mariners. That, they got the Mariners, their guy, yeah. stole Robbie Ray from us. We didn't even get to meet with yep. them the next Fuck time. You. So. Fuck you, Robbie Ray. Enjoy your Starbucks, and we'll move on. <laughs> enjoy Seattle. Enjoy being in mid-80s win team. And yeah. En- enjoy the Seattle. Seattle. Go get yourself Chris Bryant. There you go. I hope uh, you don't. But, I hope you, you don't. I can, yeah, that is what it is. Uh, let's move Houston on. Astros Houston Astros signed Hector Neris. He's a bullpen guy. Bullpen guy, um, yeah. Cool. That's all I know. Cleveland Guardians signed a catcher named Sandy Leone. He's a guy cool. who's been in the league. Uh, this cool. one's funny. The Minnesota Twins signed themselves Dylan Bundy for one year, $5 million. So they are Angels, just putting up the Angels, white flag and waving it. Angels legend. No, no, Angels no, 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 no. 
Daniel, you he's going to be the Cy Young winner, bro. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, you don't understand. This is about to be ten and one. Dylan, oh, Dylan Bundy, two eight ERA. Dylan Bundy's going to throw up on the mound before every <laughs> fucking start. <laughs> you know, it's Dude, I saw I on Twitter until he starts against us and we hit five home runs against him in two innings. Uh, I, I can't saw wait on, for the perfect game he throws against. Him. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I, saw on, I saw on Twitter. I saw on Twitter. He somebody said. The reason why he's going to Minnesota is because target field is so deep to center field. You can throw 80, <laughs> you can throw 80 down the middle and it won't fucking matter. <laughs> and they have Byron Buxton to catch all his uh his fucking doubles in the gap. Yeah, pretty much every away start for Dylan Bundy though is going to be a nightmare. So <laughs> it is what it is. Uh yep. but yeah. Yep, but that's Dylan Bundy. Hey. Another big Andrew, one. Andrew to the yeah, Detroit I, Tigers, six years, one hundred and forty million dollars. No, um, I, I, I think, still think that's putting lipstick on a pig, but whatever. <laughs> see, I actually, actually kind of like this signing. For the oh no, Tigers. I like this signing. I still the Tigers were Tigers. good last year. Seventy-seven wins, uh, way overperformed. The same amount of wins as us. I think their Pythagorean was slightly worse. It was like seventy-five. But yeah, it wasn't far off. They yeah, got a lot better in the second half of the season. Oh, they were, they were like one of the better teams. Break, I think they were either, I think they were over 500 post All-Star break. They so, were, yeah, they were. You have that. Um, you have a pretty solid, like, young pitching core. You got yourselves in Ward Rodriguez, who's just going to be a solid veteran. You have and I don't Mize, think the Tigers are done this offseason either. Like, I don't think they're going to get, you know, Correa. Obviously, no, they're getting Kershaw. Javier Baez. Uh, they're not going to get Chris Bryant either, but big, big Kershaw, add right? a couple bullpen arms, maybe one more like middle starter, like Brett Anderson or someone like that. And you have yourselves a, probably like a, you know, 82, 83 win team. Who's going <laughs> to maybe, which is, uh, which is like first place in the AL central. But yeah, yeah <laughs> or no, you have the white Sox, which we'll get to in a second. You're not going to be the white Sox, but I don't know. You got, you got yourselves a salt, uh, a going up, a a rising squad in Detroit next year. They're not going to be much, not really going to contend for a playoff spot, but they're going to be, they're going to be feisty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Detroit. Chicago. Um, yep. Chicago White Sox. We got Kendall Graveman. I think we already we, touched on Kendall Graveman last week. We actually, have, now that I'm thinking yeah, about it. That yeah. was, that was over a week ago. He was signed. Yeah. Uh, they also re-signed utility man, Luis Garcia. So I don't know who the fuck that guy is really. So he's a, cool. he's a utility man. On his oh. MLB page, it says like second base, shortstop, left field, right field, pitcher, catcher, bullpen he, catcher, fan. Does he exist? Uh, power forward. Like the man can do whatever he wants. Like, All right, cool. Can you? Okay. Okay. The ones I want to talk about are these next two. Red Sox? Red go. Sox and Rays one because I got, think they're so interesting. So we got fucking old man Rich Hill back again. Third time. Third time man's back. Yep. 40, age 42 season. But will not die. <laughs> this man... He's he, hey man, respect the Jamie Moyer of our generation. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like this it's guy's a five funny. million dollar deal. Man, he's making five mil at forty two. God bless him. <laughs> but okay, so Red Sox signed Rich Hill one year five, Michael Walker one year seven, James Paxton one year ten. I love these moves for the Red Sox. You like these? Yes. Really? Uh, yes. I love these moves to the Red Sox. Okay. Who do the Red Sox really lose in free agency? Okay, they lost they lost a uh, Schwarber. E Erod and Rodriguez. Yeah. But here's the thing. Erod's like an average guy. I think these guys all have the potential to be just as good as Erod easily. James Paxson, if he's not injured, has the potential to be 
better than Erod. Rich Hill is still a really solid end of the rotation guy. You can throw in there every fifth day. He's going to get his job done. Yeah, once he gets Michael his fucking Walker, I have blood to admit, pressure I checked. don't know too much about him. Um, I'm gonna James Paxton's kind of a James Paxton's kind of a question mark though, because isn't he coming off injury? Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Red Sox. Okay, so this still doesn't put them super high, super close to the cap. So I think that what this is, these are they they enhance the rotation. They had a decent rotation uh, last season. It wasn't like fantastic, but they're giving themselves depth in the rotation. Um, trying to injury proof it basically by giving themselves three guys who can pitch every fifth day, and they have money left over to go get, go make a big move, go get a Bryant, go get a Correa after the lockout. So I think if the Red Sox, and now again they're not done yet. This is not it. I like these as a starting move for them, but they are not done. If they're done after this, then it's not good. But if this is just the beginning, if this is just okay, we're going to get this done now. I really like this for the Red Sox. Okay. I see where you're coming from. Um, I don't really have much to add on these because I'm not really following the Red Sox right now in free agency. So, Michael Walker's uh, he's kind of yeah. bad. <laughs> Michael Walker's not great. $7 million might be a bit of an overpay All, for this guy. Yeah. All uh, I know is uh, <laughs> Rich Hill. Love him, bro. <laughs> Dude's out it here, so like go down. <laughs> that's yeah. Red Hill is out here, bro. Um, I think we can move on to Tampa though. Uh, Corey Kluber, one year, I, eight mil. I can't believe that. That's a great deal for Tampa. Yeah, eight million. Yeah. yeah. See, like, this Corey, is this was one of the ones that really pissed me off because it's like we really weren't willing to just say, "Hey, Corey, here's ten million dollars." Like, oh, that's yeah, three million more than Michael Lorenzen. Like, hey, Corey, I, come to the Angels. We'll give you ten but, million dollars. You can come. There's Disneyland nearby. Yep. Not sign Michael yep. Lorenzen. Yep. That, that's that's what you had to do. And like, that's another guy. And you still would have had the money to get another impact starter if you're going to go that route. Like That's where I always wonder is like how much of it is where the player wants to go. Because I can't imagine we didn't. I think he wanted to go to the race. Yeah. I think he wanted to go to a contender. But we could have tried to. I, I, I would have given him 12. Like, just come to the Angels, please. Like. I know he has injury history, but he was still good last season. He was still very much an above-average pitcher. And it would have been one year, wouldn't have been a ton of money, and I would have much rather done this than sign Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, for real. This is one of the signings, even though it's one of the smaller ones. It's one of the ones that when I saw it, I just got really disappointed because Clory Kluber is a guy I really wanted, and the Rays did raise things and snatched him up. They also signed a reliever named Brooks Raley. I think he pitched for the Astros last year. That's all I know about He did. He was uh, like the setup. Though, by any yeah, chance. He wasn't their he wasn't their like main reliever, but he was He was uh there. he was like either their setup or the closer. I think Stanick was their closer. Raley yeah, was the setup. He was the setup or something. He wasn't closer. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it for the Rays, bro. Fucking they they did really good so far. And, so. and they also oh, they also made a trade with the Marlins. They yeah. well, we'll get I, that's more of a Marlins thing than anything, yeah. but they got rid of uh, got rid of Joey Wendell, their all star third baseman, uh, which is just something the Rays do every offseason. They get rid of this guy, and you're like, why they get rid of this good guy, but then they end up winning three more games, so right. I mean, um, he, he yeah. did all right, yeah, yeah, but that's yeah, but uh, 
let's move on to the Blue Jays here. Uh, they had got yeah Gossman. Gossman. Yeah, Gossman, five years, one hundred ten mil. Another guy we really like to have, but uh, alas, he went to Toronto, north of the border. So, I mean, um, he's, yeah, yeah, good on the Kinda, Blue Jays. Good on the Blue Jays. I don't really have much to say about Kevin Gossman because, like, it, we wanted him, we didn't get him. It's I just really don't think it would out. just be a, bl- a broken record at this point. Yeah. I just don't think we were willing to offer that big of a contract, like not money wise, but year wise. We give Bracell four. What's one extra year, right? Kevin yeah, I would have like this because we've Again, had we have to pay to get our guy, so right. I would have done five for him. I would have done five for 115. Yep. But no no need going back down that road. We've already we've shit on the Angels enough for one day. For real. Uh, okay, let's, let's this keep This one's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, or really funny. Or I, I say he just wants to beat up on Yankees. Yeah, pretty much. One year, he, 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 he didn't even get a mil, bro. He got 660. <laughs> I could be wrong about that. I, I might actually even have been lower. But anyway, he did not get a million dollars. That's that's hilarious. But Ruben Menorik sucks. Like, he's a bad baseball player. I don't know why he keeps getting chances. Yeah, and, he, and he fought. Like, he keeps fighting people. <laughs> he punched Joey Bautista in the face. And I feel like. And then he like then he like spiked his career by three years. Then he like have fights with us too. And then he like spiked Simmons or like slide into him like super hard. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He's a jerk. Yeah. Anyways, fucking fuck (laughs) Odor. This is this is the his last step until he is out of baseball forever next season. Yep. Uh, No chance. Five hundred (laughs) thousand. Yeah. Um. Giants. The two funny ones. The Giants love for Alex's. Yeah, Alex. Wood. Uh, well, we did actually talk about Wood last week. Yeah, so we can. But I, I don't think we the contract wasn't out yet. It's two no. year, twenty five mil. So like thirteen and a half AAV around there. So, and uh, I was reading while we were talking, going down the list, found out the reason why Cobb went to the Giants. He actually said why. Why is that? So, amongst like a few reasons, was. You know, everyone's going to say, oh, the fans. Well, he really liked how everyone kept saying the Giants aren't going to do anything this season. The Giants aren't going to do anything. Oh, they're just lucky right now. They're going to fall off. And they never fell off. And he has a lot of friends that have either been in the Giants or currently in the Giants rotation. And Alex Wood is one of those friends. So kind of like did like a Steve Ciszek on us. Like, yeah. How? Well, yeah. So Wood and him apparently became pretty good friends in the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that kind of convinced... Alex Cobb to go and like work out a little bit more and like do a little more training. Oh, this is such a sideline centers. Yeah. So they spent a lot of time there and he, uh, someone that he grew up with is like president of baseball operations or something with them. Now I'm trying to find where it said it again. There's someone that he grew up playing baseball with. Uh, where is it? Oh no, he's in the, he's a bullpen coach. His, his catcher when he was in, college yeah he's now as a bullpen coach for them so he has a bunch of friends with them and he said just like they the aggression of their team just reaching out to him and being like hey you know come here like sure you're an older guy but look what we did with an older team last year yeah i is as a c-shack situation all over yeah it's we we got reverse Steve she checked. Yeah, I mean it's fine though. I mean I'm not. I mean I'm kind of bummed it, out, but it would have been a nice 
like final like return right like to kind of make it a more solid five man or six because then mm-hmm. we could have gotten someone else to fill it out but yeah clearly he didn't want to stay yeah i mean we probably would have had to pay him the same amount if not more yeah cause it's what i'm not more. i already kind of wrote off alex cobb a while ago so again yeah, is what it is it's just for from this one it's just more like it was just like one of those it was just one more one watching one more guy we could assign go away mm-hmm. one one more one more one more and it was, he's just one of the the many guys watching many guys sign elsewhere that has just added to the frustration so i don't have any too many thoughts specifically on alex cobb but he was really nice when he was healthy this last year so it's, it's tough to see him go you know at least till at least he'll go beat up the dodgers for us but Yep, pretty much. Uh, speaking of the Dodgers, let's uh, we can move on to them. Uh, Chris Taylor, four years, sixty mil. Nah, it's pretty good deal, honestly. I'm not gonna lie, that's insane for Chris Taylor. Um, really good for Chris Taylor. Yeah. See, uh, when I was like preaching, let's go sign Chris Taylor. I was thinking he'd go around eleven. Yeah. 10 to eleven a year. This man just went for fifteen. So you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine not getting Chris Taylor at fifteen. Because I I think that's a bit much to be honest. He's he's good, but he's not like fifteen yeah. for four years. That's, that's, that's a lot of money. Bad. Yeah, good good for Chris Taylor though. Getting in the bag. I mean, they kind of owe him after that walk off home run in the wild card. So <laughs> good for True. him. And then they signed Daniel Daniel Hudson. I think a relief guy for a year, seven mil. So yeah, he's nice. a right handed reliever. Yeah, he was Washington's guy. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, that's the Dodgers here. Uh, let's move on to the Padres. Nick Martinez, four years, 20 mil. That's He's interesting. He's a guy who a guy, pitched for yeah. the Rangers, yeah. was kind of all right, went, went to, to Japan, Japan, yeah, and threw a sub-2 ERA for four years, so now he's back in the majors to test it out. I kind of like the signing for the Padres, actually. I think it's an interesting one. Yeah. Obviously, we don't. I don't. I don't really know Nick Martinez, so I have nothing to say on him. So, besides, I know he went to Japan, and that's it. Yeah, twenty nineteen, yeah. he had a ten eleven record with a three point five one ERA. Was he that a starter was, in Japan? I I gotta assume with one hundred sixty one innings, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. It definitely makes him a starter. Yeah. Yeah, it was, so he signed with... Career 4.77 ERA guy in the majors, but who knows? Never know what happens, and uh, crazy yeah, things happen in Japan. So. He had one season with the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters, and last year he was with the Fukuyoya SoftBank Hawks. Okay. Those teams mean nothing to me, but yeah. <laughs> Um, let's move on to San Diego. Uh, fucking San Diego. Let's move on to Arizona, shall we? Uh, let's random. See Mark Melanson, two years, fourteen mil. Really random. Yeah, uh, random. Uh, he was the saves leader, I believe, on the Padres last year. Yeah, he's old. He's like thirty-seven. They gave yeah. him two years. Uh, again, the the Diamondbacks know they're going to be bad this season, so they're just adding guys to trade pieces. Also, trade. They might just trade him away. That's that's what they're. That's what a lot of uh, teams are doing. And one of the one of the I I think it's kind of a smart move. Not do one year, do two years. Increase the value at the deadline. Make it mm. worth more. Yeah, that's true. 
But yeah, that's Mark Melanson. Fucking uh, weird, the Rockies weird, weird. did nothing. Rockies the Rockies nothing. are bad. The Rockies bad. know that they can't do anything. So why do anything? Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the Cubs then, because uh, the Rockies are legit dogs. I don't want to talk about the Cubs. And Cubs, um, yeah. Okay, Marcus Stroman, he broke our hearts. He's stupid. We don't like him. And go, Jan Gomez and Clint Frazier. Like, cool. Okay, cool. All right, that's it. Cool. Fuck the Cubs. We got Jan Gomez. For 13 minutes, 6.5 yeah, a year for Jan Gomez, really? So like, Yeah, come on. That's a lot that, of money. That, that's that's you. That's your plan to compete, Jan Gomes and Clint Frazier. Good good job, Marcus Stroman. Yeah, Marcus Stroman could have had Mike Trout and Shohei Tani, but fucking went to Jan Gomes. Yeah, Jan Gomes and Clint Frazier. You get, have fun pitching next to Kyle Hendricks. Yeah, have, have, have fun eating your fucking deep dish pizza and <laughs> freezing your balls off, Marcus Stroman. Okay, what, being what worse than the White Sox. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, ugh. I hope you enjoy those fans, though. Like, ooh, they're going to love you down there. <laughs> uh, pirates. I mean, uh, don't they care. hit stuff, but who don't cares? Care. <laughs> Atlanta Braves. Braves signed Kirby Yates, which uh, two years, $8.25 million, I believe. Not a bad deal. Uh, well, so he's... Wait, I believe Kirby Yates was, like, out of the league for a couple of years. He had, like, Tommy uh, John or something. He hasn't played since 2019. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he played he 2020. John, yeah. He had Tommy John at the beginning of the pandemic and then yeah. didn't play. He only played six games in the 2020 season and that was with the Padres. Yeah, and then he got Tommy John. He was with the Angels? Kirby Yates? 2018. One really? really? One game, one inning, gave up two runs, two hits. Two earned runs. And mm-hmm. then I guess we traded him to the Padres or released him. I'm just looking at uh, baseball references. <laughs> I, I don't remember that at all. I, I do not recall that. It was probably in September when I normally stop paying attention to the Angels baseball. Here, wait, I, wait. I'm going to Google it. Wait, I got to see when is this. Obviously, Angels. I don't completely stop paying attention. Okay, we but... claimed him from the Yankees, and he was de- he claimed him for the Yankees after the 2016 season. He was designated for assignment April 2nd, 2017, after failing to secure a spot in the bullpen during spring training. He was sent to the Bees. Uh, for clean waivers. He sent him to the bees and the, they just gave him a... No, no, no. Then he came back. He made his debut as a reliever against the Blue Jays and was designated the next day. <laughs> wow. All right, cool. Kirby Yates. <laughs> that, was yeah, that was it. Yeah, Corey <laughs> the Philadelphia the Phillies. Phillies. One year, $10 million. Interesting. Cool. Good for the Phillies. <laughs> they did something. <laughs> they, $10 million seems like a lot. This guy hasn't really pitched since tw- like he had those he had a few innings against the Dodgers last year. He threw 13 innings against the uh for the Brewers in 2020. Didn't play in 2019. And he was really really good in 2015, 2017 and 2018. Wait, I got a for B8. million dollars seems like a lot for a guy like this. Well, yeah, wait, Kirby Yates question here. How the hell is he even going to play next season? What do you mean? Isn't Tommy John like a year and a half, two year procedure? What? No, no, no. It was during 2020. No, he had the procedure in April 2021. Oh, good for Hey, lucky for him. Baseball's not going to exist next season. So he, <laughs> so, he can, so he can recover from his Tommy John. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's a two year deal. Yeah, it makes sense. It's all planned. <laughs> And it was back to Corey Corey Neal. 
Can you ten million? Like I say, there's no bad one year contracts, but ten million dollars <laughs> for a guy who's done this. Phillies don't. What do you expect? Like they're, they're 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 banking on a fucking 2018 Corey Knievel. Okay. Like this this guy this guy doesn't this guy can't uh, hit can he? Like he he's not Michael Lorenzen. He doesn't have this like random upside. No, he, this guy's just oh this is like I, I hated the I didn't like the Michael Lorenzen contract. This is bad. Like I don't like this contract at all. He did really good last this last year, so maybe maybe he'll be great for them. I guess it's one year, so whatever. But he's also injured for most of this season too. Ten million dollars just seems like a lot for a guy who's been so injury prone and like a short a career bullpen arm, a bullpen arm who's been this injury prone. Like you could find another bullpen arm who's has these numbers has and has not been injured for ten million dollars easily. Yeah. I hear Sam Selman needs a contract. <laughs> like, dude, we got Aaron Loop for less on a two-year deal. For less AAV, like what? But I don't know. This is like I I don't really think many bullpen guys are bad signings, but this is a I, I think this is kind of funny actually. I, I think this is pretty bad. Good thing we're not Phillies fans. <laughs> well, our situation isn't much better right now. <laughs> uh, we have better pitching and better players, even in our depleted system. We did lose more games than the Philadelphia Phillies this year. You want to remind that. Yeah, they, they also have burned, they, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Philadelphia also, Phillies were a winning franchise this last season. I would oh, like to remind you that. Oh, I don't care what the stats say. That's a lie. Well, catch his ratio, buddy. They play in the NL East. Uh, so <laughs> I, if we play the Marlins forty games a season, we have a winning record too, buddy. Yeah, you're forgetting we play. We play Houston. Yeah, we play. I mean, Texas doesn't matter, but we played Seattle. the Texas Rangers. I mean, they were worse than the Marlins. Yeah, but they play the Marlins. They play the Mets. They play the Mets aren't bad, though. The Mets are us. Like but we have the same the record. They, they they play the Nationals and the Marlins. That counts as double. Cool. Anyway, okay, that's way off topic. I don't care. This is just an overpay, but good Phillies, you got a guy. You signed someone for the the lockout. Congratulations. So I, I got a random question. Speaking of Sam Selman, since we designated him for assignment, doesn't that mean he can just end up going back to AAA? I probably. I mean, I guess we will never know since there's no baseball. I'm not too worried about Sam Selman. Be honest with you. I'll be honest with you, Paul. Not the most worried about Sam Selman. No, I was just wondering in general when they when someone gets removed and designated, that means they have the ability to come back to AAA. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's what that is. I I doubt he will, but I was just wondering. Anyway, we wanted the New York Mets. They did some things. Biggest, uh, biggest in baseball. Wow. Okay. They the New York Mets are now the New York Yankees. They have the highest payroll in baseball as of the lockout. So they'll at least be able to say for the next you know three months that they have the highest payroll in baseball. Max Scherzer, three years, one hundred and thirty million dollars for an average annual value of forty three point three million dollars per year. Holy crap! Max Scherzer, I have to admit, he wasn't, I, I was upset we didn't get him to an extent. But after I saw the contract he signed with the Mets, I yeah. wasn't too upset because $43.3 million a year that's for insane. us just would not have that's, worked. That's too much money. We're not, we're not going over the luxury tax. So, you know, we weren't going to get a guy making that much a year. Like, 
that guy could have literally only gone to pretty much the Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox, and Mets. That's it. Um, for that much money. So, but good on the Mets. I've always kind of had a soft spot for the Mets because they just feel very similar to us. They're like the, uh, money, NL, the NL Angels. But they always choke it away. Like, yeah. I've, so I've always had kind of a soft spot for the Mets. They're probably my, well, I like the Padres, I'd say, but a little more, but. They're one of my they're one of my like top five teams for sure that I was I was kind so, of enjoying watching. So um, good yeah. for you guys. You got your guy. You have your owner who's now willing to spend money. So congratulations. What do you guys have to say about Max Scherzer of the Mets? I just can't wait to see that three year 130 go wasted if his uh, uh, jelly arm still exists. I can't wait for the Marlins to hit a fucking grand slam off him. I, mean, <laughs> I can't I can't wait. Max Scherzer's gonna get feasted on. <laughs> I, I'm just—I'm not even interested in just the Max Scherzer talk. I'm interested in all four. Just the amount of money they just wow. The, the, their Black <laughs> Friday binge—I I have to admit, this is the part I'm most impressed with. Starling Marte, Eduardo Escobar, and Mark Hanna. Starling Marte played fantastically for the A's second half of uh, oh, buying a lineup, season. and then Man. Eduardo Escobar and Mark Hanna—they're just solid guys. So. The Mets definitely struggled on the hitting side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost, um, they lost a couple of pitchers. You know, they lost Syndergaard, who didn't really play for them last year anyway. So, whatever. They lost Stroman, but then heck, they went and they got Max Scherzer. And I, it kind of sounds like they're not done either. They're willing to even go more. He's, Cohen just is barreling into the luxury tax. Billy Upler's probably loving this. He's like, wow, an owner who actually like doesn't give a crap. And just lets me spend all the money I want, but good on the Mets. The, I am actually kind of excited to watch them this season. I am excited to see Scherzer and Degrom pitch next to each other. Like if they are both healthy the whole year. Oh man, I can't wait. Oh boy, man, I can't wait. But all... I feel like we say this every year. Watch out for those Mets. Watch out all... in seventy-eight games. So. I can't but now wait. we fully understand why they let uh, Syndergaard go. All, all this to finish fourth in the NL East. Oh, it's gonna be so beautiful. <laughs> The Grom, the the Grom Scherzer, all all to get fourth. <laughs> hey, well, oh. This is a really random question, but I'm forgetting someone. I don't think he's still on the Mets. I don't even know where in baseball he was. But he was an outfielder for them, and he was also an outfielder for the A's. He had a really strong arm. Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? The A's used to have a player that had a really. Crazy. Is this, re- is this recent or? Cespedes. Yes. I don't know where he is. He's been injured forever. So yeah, I, I, that's I, I, I was trying to Google him and see. Where technically, he, I, I'm pretty sure Rob, this is why they have the highest payroll in baseball. They're just paying all these like random guys. Yeah. I thought he went to Mexico with Puig. But... Did you want to Cespedes even play in the MLB last year? I I last, think yeah, so. last year he played was 2020 with the Mets. I thought he went to Mexico with Puig. I'm not gonna lie. Was he injured? No. Oh just, god, he hit one sixty one in twenty twenty. I think he's just oh, he thirty one at bats, but I think he's just dog shit. <laughs> and they're also paying Robinson Cano, who's I don't know what happened to him either. So, oh, no, didn't Cano get like three? Like, bro, didn't he get like PED tested like three times and failed? Oh, did he? He failed this shit. Like Cano, Cano's a juicer, bro. Like this guy, fucking three times. I think yeah, he's been. Yeah, it was because of a pet suspension. Yeah. 
He's 39. Wow. How long is he on the I'm pretty sure he's on the books for like 24, 2024 too. Robinson Cano, that was had to be one of the worst trades they made with the Mariners. They gave up like all these guys for Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. I mean, Edwin Diaz has been pretty good for them, but like he's been up and down. Robinson Cano has just done nothing. Absolutely nothing. And they have him, I think, through 2024. Uh, 2023. 2023. 2023. Okay, Still two more years. Okay, that's... Still. That's his 39-40 and 40 season. That's mm-hmm. rough. He will be back, because it was only a year ban, unless he tests positive again. <laughs> and at that point, bro, you just gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be, this, this is his second ban. He has yeah. gotten caught twice, which is impressive that after you get caught the first time, you manage to get caught a second time. He didn't learn. And also, uh, Cespedes was a, is a free agent. He became a free agent after 2020. Oh, so he exists. So he is still real. So but just we, nobody so, signed him. So we well, can good. He's we can terrible. He's yeah. out of baseball. He shouldn't be out of baseball. Back to Mexico if we... I don't know. <laughs> that is still someone I'm surprised hasn't gotten signed. Uh, I think Puig is just washed, probably. I don't know. Who? Puig. Puig. Yeah. I think it's just because of who he is, nobody wants him. Like because of the person personality Puig has. Oh, I'm not surprised. He shouldn't be in baseball. No, I don't think he should be. I'm just surprised he wasn't, because every time everyone was like he won't be back, he was always back. And he wasn't even, he's not like that good he's not good enough to justify it either. He's not Trevor Bauer. Who's actually good. Actually Puig hasn't played baseball in a while. 2018 was the last time he played. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> He's playing uh, for on the Mets. some Mexican league team. He, he batted 312 with 10 home runs. 312? Wait, he was the defensive player of the year. In Mexico? Yeah. Woo! What a winner. Congrats, Bleak. Yes, sir. All right. We're really, we're just, there's a lot of news. All right. Yeah. Nationals signed Cesar Hernandez. He's a guy. They don't, the Nationals don't care. They're rebuilding. Miami Marlins, they're making some moves. They traded for Joey Wendell. He was a all-star third baseman for the Rays. Good for you guys. They also signed Avisail Garcia for four years, 53 million. He's a solid guy as well. So I'm actually... You know, they have that core. They're adding some bats. I think they had the one of the worst offenses in baseball last year, so they need to add bats. I mean, really, I think the Marlins should be going for Castellanos if they want to make a real push. So we'll see what happens post-lockout. But um, good start for the Marlins, I think. So I yeah. found out the main reason why uh, Puig didn't get signed. Was that? Uh, he had a sexual assault allegation against him. In oh, so he fled um. the country. Huh, well, so tri- no, so yeah, basically. But and he said in 2021 October he announced that he had settled the lawsuit and wishes to return to MLB in 2022. So he had a Trevor Bauer situation essentially. Yeah, except she didn't file a police report. Ah, where they did. <laughs> right. She just filed a lawsuit against him. Oh, man, Yasuo Pui is just—he's <laughs> he, just got problems. <laughs> eh. Trevor Bauer to the Angels. That's our solution. Dude, could you imagine? No, wait, Trevor Bauer executed, remember? Oh my god. Bro, it is past midnight. So it, okay, these are like these are like midnight conversations now. Could you imagine 
Trevor Bauer to the Angels. Could could you just imagine <laughs> that? Like this dude's coming off a sexual assault case. Multiple. <laughs> oh my lord. That'd be kind of uh, honestly. Like I've been saying, this team needs a criminal, like not a criminal, a villain. <laughs> Maybe Trevor Bauer is the uh, the villain. We can't get Correa, so. Yo, think about this. Big Kirsch and Bauer. <laughs> Yo, I saw them in the same. They were carpooling on Catella, bro. I saw them. They were carpooling. <laughs> I wonder how much Trevor Bauer's going to sign for next year. If there's anyone who's going to want to sign him. Wait, didn't he have a multi-year contract? Or was it just a year? It was three years, I thought. <laughs> yeah, he had a three-year contract. So, is he still in the Dodgers, technically? Does he exist, yeah. technically? Or oh, actually, he doesn't exist, technically. Apparently he uh, he made a tweet after the. Oh yeah, he he called himself the 2022 Cy Young winner. He said, yeah. "Well, no, not that tweet. I saw that one, but he said short term deal for high AAV, huh? Hmm, interesting. Congrats, Max." Yeah, I he's guess, acting uh, like he's acting like his own thing. I'm guessing he he's acting like he invented that deal or some Trevor shit. Trevor Bauer wants credit for Max Scherzer's massive deal. Yeah. <laughs> what a narcissist! What a clown, bro! Trevor Bauer's really. A clown. Trevor Bauer and Narcissus, who would have guessed? Oh, but could you imagine Big Kirsch and Trevor Bauer in the three four slot? Oh, that's gonna be <laughs> let's fucking go. Yeah, I saw them carpooling, bro, on the five freeway, bro. I'm telling you, they're both coming from LA. That it's Many should have about the five freeway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, uh, this is scuffed. Dude, I saw something on Twitter. Yeah, it was it a was three like, year deal. It was a three year contract. He's got two more years with them. I saw something on Twitter, bro. It was like, bro, somebody's tweeted, I saw Clayton Kershaw in Joe Madden's van on the five freeway. <laughs> I started dying, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? Did he kidnap him? I, so. I mean, apparently, if, like, you know, I guess we're that, like, disliked. I mean, if, if he'd rather go to the Cubs, I guess the Cubs are more exciting destination than us bro we're gonna just have to start kidnapping players like that's what we want to do so wait, okay I, I just found out something about the bauer contract so mm. it was three years right but he had an opt-out for this coming for 2022 season which was a 32 million dollar salary for both 2022 and 2023 and he opted in because of course mm. he did so the, the, I dodgers, the dodgers are gonna let him i think the dodgers are probably gonna release him that, maybe. I, I don't know maybe the dodgers are fine with it I mean, they still got to pay him then. I don't know. After after losing Scherzer, they're probably just going to say, screw it. Let him pitch. Oh, I I also found out. I also, I know what the episode is going to be. The title. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Big Kirsch on the five freeway. <laughs> no, man. Oh, my God. Yes. Anyway, let's I, try to wrap things up. Because this is just turning into an absolute. <laughs> hey, it's Kirsch past midnight. We're recording. Uh, Big Kirsch and this is went through 30 teams. We ranted about the Angels. Now, uh, real quick, I wanted to hear you guys what you thought is the best uh, team contract and the best player contract. So, for example, like ever? I think the best team contract is um, where is it? Corey Kluber to the Rays. I think the Rays. I mean, maybe it's just because it's the Rays. So I just think everything they do is good. Um, but I think Corey Kluber for one year, eight million, is brilliant. And I think the best player contract is Marcus Semyon for seven years, $175 million. This man just made $25 million a year for the next seven years after mm-hmm. being like the most average of average second baseman for six years of his career. And then he just was good for two years. And, and this man's making seven. 
I don't think it's okay. a bad deal for the Rangers. But okay. Uh, I, I just it, really good on good good for Marcus Semyon. I, I would agree with the Semyon one. That's what I was going to say. But for me, the other one, I was going to go with the. Uh, where is it? Just I just find it so funny. Just the whole like the just the whole Mets thing, just for the whole team, just doing all that. Like that's insane. Yeah. I'll give you mine. Okay. Best team contract? Defo probably has to be... Uh, dude, I might have to agree with you on the Corey, Corey Kluber one. That shit was a fucking fleece. Are they a steal. That's a steal and a half if I ever seen one. Ooh, or Chris Taylor. That's also really good. I don't think that was much of a steal, though. I think that was uh, pretty hard. Okay, well, yeah, fair, fair. Uh, for me, though, player contract... Definitely has to be Max Scherzer. Dude got paid, bro. Like yeah, <laughs> forty what forty three mil a year. Like that's that's just that's fair. That's dude, fair. Max but Scherzer got paid. <laughs> I think the reason is just Marcus Semien came a little bit more surprised to me how much he got. Whereas Scherzer, maybe I was expecting forty, not forty three. But I mean, I guess it's not a crime to say the you know the highest AAV of all time. Right. Is it the best player contract of all? You think players? you think Seager probably up there too? Like he got paid. Oh, I think Seager might actually be beating out Simeon because ten years is just so many years. Like is is his AAV higher? Is he what's the AAV on that? Thirty two point five. Yeah, that's fucking good, man. For Seager, that's, that's very good. That's very for an good. injured, I actually might you know I might yeah. be changing my mind. I think Seager might have even gotten better than Simeon because yeah. that's seven and a half extra mil a year. To a guy who's pretty injury prone, like right, he got paid. He got paid, bro. Good on you, Texas. Yeah, shout out Cole Calhoun. He got paid too, bro, for being like dog. <laughs> and well, I love Cole Calhoun. most of last season. Yeah, I mean, I love Cole Calhoun, but I think he's kind of during the end of his career a little bit. He's just not as good as he used to be. Yep. Dude, Cole Calhoun's been in the majors since 2012. Oh, yeah. He's been Damn, there for a while. He was yeah. on the 2014 team when we were good. Yeah, that's true. Damn, Gold Glove Award winner in 2015. Forgot about that. that that's, I mean, I, that's so insane that Kluber only got paid $8 million. Yeah, bro, Kluber got... He was making yeah. like 11 yeah, that, that was a steal, bro. But yeah, I think I think it's... Uh, it's sleep time, boys. It's, it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to. I was supposed to go to the gym tonight, but uh, that's that's out of the window. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're all good. Is, yeah, I think we're good here. Um, spread the word. Big curse to Anaheim. I saw him on the five freeway. Uh, <laughs> spread it. Spread the word. Spread the gospel. I saw Carlos Correa on the teacups as well. So. Um, with his daughter, you know how it is. You know, family guy, family man. So he really likes Disneyland. He's willing to take a a nice, uh, you know, eight year, eighty million dollar contract for Carlos Correa of the Angels. Love it. Friendly love discount. It, love it, love it. Well, yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Hashing Halos. It is kind of a bit of a scuffed off the cuff episode we're all kind of like dying out here but we wanted to get this content out to you because a lot of a lot of stuff has happened this past week and um baseball does not exist anymore so we'll see how we're gonna do things next episode but we'll be back we'll, we will be back lockout or no lockout we'll be here 
uh, we'll be we're gonna try to be creative, I guess, because <laughs> it's gonna be hard finding content. But uh, we'll be here for you guys. So uh, thank you for watching and uh, have a good night.